Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality with your host, me, Aliyah Lovely. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some of the shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and new discoveries and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up about what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, as most of you know. Um... First of all, I just want to say, wow, the amount of you guys that have been writing me on Instagram, it is so nice to virtually meet you guys and hear from you, um, to have that interaction, learn more about my demographic because on podcasts, like we can't really pull information to know who you are. So just the fact that loads of you guys are coming to say hi is like really fucking awesome. So thank you. Um, today I want to get right into it. Something that I had a download about uh, last couple of days has been about spiritual doubt. Um, so actually funny enough, I had a, a woman, um, write me on Instagram, um, from listening to the podcast and asking about what do you do when you have spiritual doubt and, um, and it's on par for what I was wanting to talk about anyway. So, uh, here we go. Um, I think that in this world anyway, especially if any of us have come from, um, very particular religious structures that we are very used to having to have something very definitive. Like we, it's either this or that, or we have to know this or that. And so it's kind of hard to be in this kind of limbo-y type of place where you're not sure, um, where you might be agnostic or an omniist, which is a new word, uh, where you find truth in all religions. Um, so there's not so much of this hard line about how you feel about it. Uh, perhaps you're struggling with doubt about manifestation or law of attraction. Is this stuff just a bunch of hooey, you know? I don't know anybody who says hooey anymore, but okay, we're going to go with that. Um, so it's, I, I, I understand it because I go through it and, um, I know that there's a lot of frustration. So when we talk about, for instance, manifestation, there's a lot of fear around if we're able to keep ourselves in the positive poly mindset. Um, so if we're having doubts about something that we would want or something that we're trying to manifest, it's really scary to go into that place of like, well, maybe I'm not going to get that thing or maybe this thing isn't going to happen. And then feeling like you're starting all over. I know those of you who've watched like The Secret, um, there's a part in the movie where they say, um, you're waiting, you're waiting, waiting for this thing to kind of bloom. And then you go, this stuff doesn't work. And then it goes down. Like essentially the plant that's trying to bloom has gotten cut off because you decided to have a thought of frustration as a means of the waiting or the tumultuous, you know, growing that you've been having to go through. And, you know, part of me thinks that's not quite the case. Um, you know, to have to be fearful and really monitor your thoughts in such a particular type of way to make sure that you don't have any doubt also causes a sense of fear. Um, and it goes back into that kind of old paradigm of like blind belief that we must 
force ourselves to believe in something, even if it doesn't resonate at the moment as a result of being fearful of our own emotions. And I actually think that's really toxic. Um, and you know, this is just my opinion, but being, not being able to really feel your feelings because you're fearful that if you felt your feelings, you would then, um, mitigate or, um, you know, like essentially downgrade the progress that you've made so far, um, is just for me, that's got toxic written all over it. It keeps you in a place of fear and it keeps you in a place of suppression. And to me, suppressing like that causes more doubt because now you're in this vibration of like, okay, I can't feel this bad feeling or I can't, you know, like if, if you were a Christian or a Muslim or a Hindu or a Buddhist or anything, uh, a spiritualist, whatever it is in any walk of your faith, I think doubt is a sign of growth. Um, it means that you're not just taking what's being told or taught to you, um, down the throat. It means that you're thinking, it means that you're having challenges. And to me, that's actually a good spot to be in, although it may be really uncomfortable. Um, doubt is, is, is tricky because, you know, it feels good to feel like, you know, everything. It feels good to feel like you are stable and what it is that you believe is unfaltering, unfailing, hundred percent. I know that I know that I know that I know it's, it is a sign of assurity. However, I do believe personally that if you are so, so sure about something, you're missing something because nothing is a hundred percent sure, especially with faith, especially with spirituality. Like a lot of the stuff can resonate with us or it doesn't resonate with us. Um, we can believe in it, but we can't fact check it. Right. Like I can't fact check energy. Now there's some science that backs up the, the beliefs of things that I, I, I believe personally. Um, you know, but you can't fact check Jesus and, or, uh, Buddha or, um, you know, any of the other guys, like we, we have spirituality as a means to explore and open up and remember who we are and remember aspects of ourselves. And I don't know, our culture comes sometimes can be so black and white that it's like, okay, you have to believe this or you have to believe that. And if you're not believing this, then you're wrong. Or if you are believing this, then you're right. Or, you know, and, and I just think it's a lot more fluid than that. And so here, I'll give you a, a story. Um, I've been, I would say a spiritualist, uh, for about 20, not 25 years since I was 25. Um, those of you who listened to prior episodes know that around my 25th year, that's when I kind of uh, came away from Christianity as a belief set. Um, there are still wonderful values within Christianity that I still subscribe to, but for the most part, I am not a Christian, um, for, for all parts, actually, most Christians would say like, she's definitely not saved. Um, so with that, um, in my walk with Christianity, there had always been doubts, spiritual doubts, but I wasn't really, it I wasn't so much in an environment where that was okay to have them, um, and that bothered me. So there was a lot of fear involved around that. But let's get outside of my upbringing and come to when I, I rightfully chose what it is that I wanted to believe in. How did I still have doubts then? Because I wasn't in some construct where people were telling me what to believe anymore. It was about what it was that I believed in. And so um, 
some, the girl who I had spoken to on Instagram was asking me had I ever dealt with that. And I said, I deal with it all the time. Um, but one really great example where I was really struggling with it was, um, when I was a, a year and a half ago or so getting ready to move to Paris. And I knew that I knew that I knew that this is what I was supposed to do. My visa was going to go through. I had the, my guide, Karen, who I talked to, um, those of you who haven't listened to other episodes, there is, I have a guide that I speak to quite often, a voice in my head that I hear audibly. Um, and I, I knew like I, they were, they were saying, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is where you're going to be, where you're going to go, whatever. So when that didn't happen, I felt like I got the rug pulled from underneath me. This thing that I was manifesting, this thing that I wanted and, and deeply desired. Um, I had been tricked into moving forward and going towards and, and I didn't get it. Now, this doesn't sound like a super spiritual situation or example, but for me it was because me leaving New York and going to this other place was the start of this new life for me. And, um, and I'd risked it all. Like I let go of my apartment. I sold all my stuff. Um, I had, you know, set up my schedule in such a way where I wasn't, um, shooting weddings for my other job. Like there was so much that had to go into it that I had to have a lot of faith behind because I was having to give up you know, a whole life that I had really gotten used to in order to make this jump. And I felt like with, within my own spirituality that I got in the go ahead that, okay, have faith. It's going to be okay. Go ahead and take the jump. So I took the jump and the jump landed me what felt like on my face. And I felt tricked by the universe. And I felt like, how could you have done this? why didn't you warn me? What, what, like, and then I started questioning myself, like, okay, I must've been blind. I must not be hearing what I'm hearing. Maybe I'm crazy. Let me go get my brain checked because (laughs) this, this person in my head is telling me to go in this direction and they're, and they're fucking crazy. Um, I stopped meditating. I stopped, um, journaling. I stopped, like, I just stopped everything. I was so pissed that I had taken this massive jump and landed on my face and at, at, at the, the guidance, I believed of, of my, my guides, of my spirituality, of my, what, what was considered my own philosophy and foundational belief system for my spirit. So I had a good cold, like three months where I was like, fuck you. I don't want to hear from you. Um, don't show up in my dreams. Like, you know, like you guys are worthless to me. This is bullshit. Like maybe I just made all this up. And anyway, it sounds really dramatic, but if you had uprooted your entire life on the premise that this was this new direction or new chapter that you were going into and you spent a lot of money, a lot of effort, a lot of time involved and a lot of emotional preparation to leave a life that you got really comfortable in, it would, it, it, it was like me slamming my face on the ground. It was horrible. Um, anyway, hindsight now I can see that the messages were still there. I was supposed to leave New York. And, um, at some point my guide came back and said, you know, I'm sorry. This was the only way we can really get you to leave New York. There were plenty of other signs that we were trying to guide you towards, but you, you wouldn't listen. And I thought, "Uh uh-uh, like that doesn't sound like a type of spirituality I want to be a part of that. I'm getting tricked into doing something so I can get back on my mission. Um, and in that moment, that was my ego responding when in fact it was a really, really graceful, um, act of love. 
I would say. Now I can look at it in that way. Like there's so many beautiful things that happened because I didn't move to Paris at that time. And um, loads and loads of things that I can be so incredibly grateful for, for this redirected path that I had to go down. But it caused me a lot, a shit ton of doubt. And since then, I, I mean, it's become even stronger. My belief system has become even stronger and even more fluid. So most people would think that if you're fluid in your belief system, then it's not very strong. And I actually think it, for me, at least it's the opposite to be able to have doubt and move through, um, the differences and the changes and the, and the evolution of the way that I believe means that I'm growing, not doesn't mean that I'm losing my beliefs. I just think that my, the way that I'm thinking is evolving, so because the way that I'm thinking is evolving, I'm getting new and, and different ideas and belief sets and ways to edit and refine what it is that I believe. And so for those of you who feel like you're going through doubt and you feel guilty about it, like you're on the right path. You're on the right path. Like what it is that you're doing, it means that you're growing. It means that your your brain is rewiring, re, ugh, sorry, <laughs> rewiring itself, the things that you're learning means that like it's shifting and so I've been in the habit of saying this is what I believe right now because that tomorrow could change based on um you know new arrivals new tests new uh lessons and blessings and and things that can can shift the way that I'm thinking about the situation and giving new eyes to see so with that um I thought about okay what about lessons that we're learning uh especially when it comes to healing a lot of our doubt within religion and stuff like that comes from our 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 process of healing things and healing is just not linear um I do think that the universe tests us and as much as I hate that concept I really do like my ego is like why do you need to test us that's so mean bitch you know like (laughs) what is the necessity of testing us um but when we've gone through something really hard and we'll call it a lesson when we've gone through that really hard lesson, we do need to see and test the material to see if we only memorized it and for a short time, or if we know this material, like it's our truth. And to me, I find that process, that's something I struggle with because when shit shows up that I'm like, dude, I already dealt with this before. I don't need to look at this again. Um, it is a means of me being able to strengthen what it is that I learned because healing is not linear. I believe it's cyclical. If you look at a spiral or something like that, like you only deepen further the lessons that you're learning. So when something shows back up again and you're like, oh, I know this, I know your number, like I've seen this before, um, choose it as an opportunity, whether you have doubt or not, like choose it as an opportunity to say, okay, I'm getting tested, which is a compliment because it means that I learned some new material. Um, I'm having some of this similar happening right now. Um, there's some people kind of coming into my life very, I'll say interestingly, synchronistically almost. Um, and I have a lot of doubt. I have a lot of doubt about what are they doing in my life and are they going to hurt me like this other person hurt me and I'm not going to go down this path again and I'm not going to be that person again and, um, being really like, I don't know, really cautious And that's a process of doubt, right? Like, um, if I had blind faith and I just believed, I'd be like, okay, everybody who's in my life is in my vibration and this and that. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I will not be naive this time. 
Like this time I will look and be active and making sure that whatever I'm feeling cautious about, it's because I I've seen this before. I've seen this pattern before for yourself. You know, um, if something's coming up for you and you're feeling doubt and you're feeling afraid of the doubt you're feeling, look at the other circumstances and patterns in your life. If something's coming up, it's typically, at least for me, it's typically when I start to feel doubt and cautious, it's like, uh, uh-uh, I've seen this before somewhere and I must be being tested right now. And I don't want to fail this test because I don't want to have to go through this the same way again. Um, so currently in my life, the synchronicities that are showing up, it's like, okay, my test, my personal test for my faith right now is learning how to trust the universe. Like in any circumstance or situation, I'm kind of a type A person. Uh, I go after things that I want and I'm having to learn how to lean back and allow things to come into my life instead, instead of trying to just make shit happen. And I'm great at making shit happen, but that's not the lesson I'm trying to learn right now. <laughs> um, at least that's what the universe says. They're like, Hey, stop it. Um, so because of that, I'm having to lean back and say, all right, like whatever this means, like, I trust you. I trust that you, the universe has my back. And I've doubted that a lot. Um, when things, when shit goes down, like universe doesn't have my back and you're just out here to get me and trick me and, and trip me up and see me fall and like hurt me. And because of, I would say because of our, um, I would just say societal background, like the way that Westerners kind of believe, especially, um, on a religious foundation, even if you're not religious, but on the foundation of the way that we structurally see things, our God has always been technically someone who's been a bit like a tyrant, you know, is jealous. And, you know, if you don't do this, you're going to go to hell or whatever. And so statistically in the past, like we've had this kind of fear of having to have it all figured out already, just as a means of protection, as a means of a guard. And we haven't been able to have space to one, like live in our doubt for a while And then also learn how to trust the universe, learn how to see and watch in those moments of doubt, the universe show up. And that's probably the hardest part when you're going through the doubt is waiting, waiting for the universe to show up. And, um, maybe in, in the sense of doubt for you, it's like doubt about what you believe, right? Maybe it's not doubt of like believing that the universe will show up for you and things will happen, but maybe it's about what it is that you believe, um, And that's okay. Like, I think that's still part of the process. You learning what it is that resonates with you at this moment and this time in this part of your life. And for me, that signifies growth. So if you're in a place where you're like, I'm just not sure what I believe. And I'm listening to this podcast, trying to figure out, um, listening to Aaliyah's ideas or whatever to prompt me to question some of those things, then you're right where you need to be. Like if you're listening to me right now, you're right where you need to be. And whether you're saying like, she's full of shit Or, um, you know, I love what she's saying, like whatever it is, you're exactly where you need to be right now and and your steps and your walk and your belief systems and your spirituality, um, and your heart. And that's okay. Um, I want to just give you permission to be in that space. Like if you've ever had places where you've been just like, I don't, I don't fucking know what I believe in. It scares the living shit out of me. That's okay. That's absolutely okay. I've had those moments Um, I'm having them less and less, which is, is comforting, but it's still part of the process of 
re reevaluating what it is that you love and want to do and want to believe. Spirituality is like, like the fucking ocean. Okay. There's so many things to discover down there. And I would say religion is a lot like, I, I saw this a meme. So this, I'm not, this is not my original thought here, but, um, that religion is like a fishbowl in the ocean. It's only one aspect of all the flowing water that's around it. And so if you're in a place where you decide, I believe this X, Y, Z, and then you're questioning and saying, maybe I want to believe ABC. Um, it's still part of the same ocean. So you're still in the water. So it's, (laughs) it's okay. Um, there is, you know, I have some friends who are going through what they would call spiritual awakening. And I'm almost kind of tired of the term because now it sounds trendy, but, um, they're in the process of that and they're, they're asking themselves a lot of questions and, and it's uncomfortable to ask yourself those questions. It's uncomfortable to feel like you don't know what you thought you knew before. And I don't know, on some level, I I find, I find the questions comforting because it's like, Oh, wow, you're in a good space now to really discover what resonates for you. And maybe in this lifetime, you're supposed to believe X and another lifetime you believed in Y. Maybe you don't believe in reincarnation at all. (laughs) And then suddenly you're like, wait a minute, then maybe there's multiple lives or whatever that looks like. It is such a beautiful thing to be able to ask questions. It's a beautiful thing to be able to seek out new information and be super, super excited about one thing and then decide that, uh, no, I found something actually that works better for me or Um, or even to have doubt around that. Like someone said something to you that planted a seed in your head and you were like, Oh no. Um, I think it's beautiful. The one thing I would watch out for is fear. Fear is just always going to be that fucking liar. Um, fear can come from your ego, uh, trying to protect itself. It's like, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. This is not what we're used to. Like slow your roll. Um, you know, if you believe in this other thing, you might go to hell and that's as a means of protection, right? Or, um, if you're in your spiritual awakening, you're believing all this like woo woo new age kind of stuff. And then you're thinking like, Hey, wait a minute. Maybe this sounds really, really fucking crazy. Um, you know, and maybe that's not your ego. Maybe that's just your genuine spirit being like, yo, like, um, maybe you're following a cult and this is not for you. Who knows? Um, but the process of fear, I think is what keeps us from really digging into what resonates for us and really giving us the space and path to explore what's beautiful to us and being scared of asking questions is to me always a red flag not the doubt is not the red flag like the questions are not the red flag the fear around the doubt and the questions is the red flag to i think to have doubt is healthy um you know if you're in a relationship with someone and they are human Like, I believe that it's, it is healthy to have questions, to figure out each other, um, see where you resonate, see where, um, your paths align, where they don't align and have a healthy sense of, I wouldn't say skepticism, but a healthy sense of active questioning to discover more. There's a curiosity there with that other person in the relationship that you have that should continue forever. That person's a mystery. Um, and so doubt in and of itself, um, maybe it's not doubting the person per se, but it's doubting yourself and the way that you feel. Um, I think that's actually healthy 
because then you have a chance to ask yourself the questions that will get you to a stronger foundation. If you're having doubt, it's always it's, as a result of that doubt, you will either get over this massive mountain of whatever it is that you are facing and doubting then versus suppressing it and having to sit in the background and then one day later blowing up and being like, oh, I, I knew that or, um, oh, I wish I hadn't had that belief, whatever that looks like. Sorry. Um, I think that that doubt just signals that there's a part piece of you that's more curious and and wants to know more. And I know that doubt in our semantic and our etymology of our languages has a negative connotation, but I would invite you to say, ask it, uh, say, um, sorry, I can't talk suddenly. Um, <laughs> I would invite you to view doubt as curiosity. If you're in a place spiritually where you feel like you don't really have a firm grip on a foundation, just look at it as curiosity. Like, I'm really interested in finding out more about this. Maybe this, this thing doesn't resonate with me or this situation looks kind of weird to me. And I'm curious about digging into that more. I'm curious about what this might mean for my future or might mean for my emotionality, what this means for my healing, what this means for my relationships, my friendships, whatever that looks like. If you're getting moments inside of yourself that feel doubtful, then invite it in with curiosity, not with fear. Um, I think the exploration of spirituality is such a beautiful thing, which is why I love doing this podcast so much. Um, we're spiritual beings. We are humans, uh, but we are spiritual beings. And in this process of discovering, you know, like the mythical, the magical, the mystical, the, the spiritual, like to me, it's fun. It's so fun. It's so fun to discover and talk to people about the weirdest shit that we could talk about that our world doesn't necessarily allow, um, for us to, to, to talk about in normal commonplace situations. Um, I needed a place to talk about it because my friends were so tired of listening to me. <laughs> um, but I've had my doubt too. And like, you know, for instance, um, crystals, I fucking love crystals. And at some point I was like, Oh my God, crystals are amazing. And they help heal people. And at some point I was like, you know what? They're just pretty rocks. And I like them. I don't know why I like them, but I love them. Um, and now being back to in a balanced state of like, I have a healthy, like, I think crystals can help heal people. And this is the science behind it. And then also really like them because they're pretty and I like having them in my house. Um, you know, belief in that, like something as simple as that. Um, as far as my, I wouldn't say salvation, but like the afterlife, I have loads of theories about the afterlife based on loads of material that I've read, um, loads of insight I've gotten from the ghosts that I see or speak to um and some of the I guess psychic information that I've acquired over time and I still have about three theories about what happens after we die so I don't even still have a very cemented idea of what it is that happens after I die but I don't think my salvation depends on it so I'm kind of like cool I can I can chew on all of those ideas as long as I live and I'll find out when I die um and that's kind of beautiful, right? Like, um, personally, like when people pass away, having access to them is really an interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting process of feeling like, okay, they're not really gone. So we don't really just die. 
we're not dead in the ground. Like maybe I'd be a staunch atheist if I didn't have that experience with other ghosts that show up or residual energy or whatever that looks like. But I still have doubts sometimes. I'm like, you know what? What if, what if I'm all wrong about all of this? What if we just end up in the ground and that's it? I have a hard time believing that because that doesn't resonate with me, but maybe that resonates with you and you're listening to this going like, can we really believe that there's something after this? And it's just a difference in perspective. But I think that part of it is the fun part. Us all having different views and ideas and, and experiences makes this fun. And so doubt shouldn't be something you're afraid of. I think doubt is just something that invites you to open up the playground of your mind and your heart and open up curiosity of what it is that is possible. And some of it might sound like fairy tale and some of it might sound like science. <laughs> um, but whatever resonates with you right now, go with it, run with it, dig into it. What interests you? What excites you? Um, what feels fun to explore spiritually? You know, do you want to try a yoga class? Do you want to go to a medium? Do you want to um, go to church? Do you want to go to another country and go on some pilgrimage? Like whatever that looks like for you, that will feel like a beautiful experience. And maybe it won't be a beautiful experience in your perception. Maybe it'll be really hard and, and difficult and tumultuous. I, I truly know that my step away from the church was one of the hardest things I've, I've had to do as far as uh, a heart and mental perspective. And it and it rocked me a lot afterwards. There would be still lots of questioning, lots of doubting. Am I doing the right thing? Is this the right path? Like, what what my family and friends think? Um, there was a lot of me having to try to learn how to redefine myself after that, after having a lifetime of, of a very particular perspective. And then that idea that, like, we can't relate to other people based on our belief systems. If we are doubting something, we can't express it to people because they'll think of us differently or, um, or judge us or, you know, whatever that looks like. And again, those are still belief systems that are driven by fear, but in any, like, I don't think in any religion, like people will say that it's wrong, but, um, curiosity can be like, you know, curiosity killed the cat. We, in our subculture, we have that idea that curiosity is a bad thing, but to explore something, especially matters of the heart and the spirit, I kind of think that's what we're here to do. The whole process of awakening and remembering who we are and remembering where we came from or remembering what our mission is or, or whatever that looks like, I think is a process of curiosity and digging into opening up and redefining whatever social situation that we came into. And I think that's okay. I think that's beautiful. You know, like I went into a past life regression session two years ago because I doubted something. I doubted that like, you know what? I don't know if we just live one time. Sometimes something about that just doesn't make sense or resonate with me. Maybe there was something deep, uh, intuitionally that I was like, bruh, like, I just know that there might be, there was something else. I have too many of affinities towards Egyptian culture or this or that or whatever. Um, and to have never been there. Why do I feel so tied to this thing? Why does this feel like family? Why does this feel like, um, something I've experienced before? Why do I keep having all these dreams? That means of doubt was opened up this massive amount of curiosity. And I went into this past life regression and had this, this crazy session where all this stuff came up about this other life that I had while I was under hypnosis, even down to my fucking name, y'all. Like my name was Claire Euphemia and I was a person who helped people pass over. Like I helped do the, um, 
the burial process, like when people pass away, um, to help them into the afterlife. Um, the beliefs, the belief of uh, ancient Egyptians, the way that they did the afterlife. I was one of the people that helped facilitate that process. Anyway, my husband, his name was Obed Umdamnia, and my name was Claire Euphemia. And I couldn't find Obed Umdamnia, although the name still works with the uh, ancient time period. Claire Euphemia, Euphemia was a Coptic ancient Egyptian name, and the translation for that was well spoken. Claire meaning clear, like clairvoyant or whatever. So it was clear and well-spoken. Funny enough, I have a podcast now. So like, (laughs) I just find that to be ironic, but I couldn't have even made up that name if I tried. Like I'd never even heard that name. I've never heard Euphemia anywhere. And um, to have even had that kind of relate to me, because I asked the, the therapist, can you bring up the life that is most relevant to the one I have now? That's most relevant to the purpose I have now. Anyway, fucking weird shit. Like, and all of that because I had a healthy doubt or curiosity about what it is that I wanted to discover spiritually about myself. And at that, at that point in time, I did not believe in reincarnation at all. And it was just a little bit of curiosity that now I'm like, I'm a firm believer in reincarnation now. But as I say, I believe in it now. And I could have doubts about that later down the road and decide I want to completely change my mind. That is my freedom to do so. That is the beauty about spirituality is because you get to believe whatever you want to believe whenever you want to believe it and however it serves your life best in that moment. And I have some very strong opinions about what it is that I believe and I don't believe, but I just want the the whole reason I'm, I'm saying this to you now is I just want to give you permission to be in that space. Like, don't feel bad if you start to feel like you're doubting something or if you hear something that is in that group or category of the things that you believe in, you're like, mm, that doesn't sound right. Or you know, maybe that doesn't resonate with me or, um, this, maybe this doesn't work the way that so-and-so said it did. That's okay. That's a part of the process of you understanding what works for you. And this is your experience on earth, not mine, not anybody else's. This is your experience to kind of curtail and understand and discover what's going to work best for you in this lifetime and, or your only lifetime, (laughs) whatever you believe in. Um, just know that that's okay. And that's it. Like, I just wanted to give you permission if you didn't already have it to not feel scared of doubt because it will open up a beautiful aspect of clear and open curiosity that can allow you a new and more, even more beautiful or even more powerful sense of your belief or your spirituality or your awakening or your foundation. It's, it's a good thing to be able to go through that process and come out on the other side stronger and whatever it is that you're meant to believe. So that's all I have for today. Um, I really, really appreciate you guys and I'm so glad you've been listening. Uh, today I got on my site and it said that we'd hit 20,000 download plays and it's only been four months. And I just found out that that's actually a lot for such a young podcast. And so it makes me feel so deeply moved that you guys have been so supportive um but also that you guys trust me um that you guys I mean I was in Bali and I met with a girl who came there because she heard I was there on the podcast and she she just felt something resonated she needed to go and um sat down with me at lunch and talked to me about how this podcast changed her life and I was like how 
what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? And some of you guys have been writing me messages like that too. And it's, it's so humbling because I'm just talking to you about whatever I think, um, or what I'm fearful of or how flawed of a human I am or the shit that I'm going through. And my other job as a photographer by nature is meant to make something that's not pretty or is, is average and make it look exceptional in some kind of way through my eyes. And in that nature of that job, things seep in, um, into the rest of your life of feeling like everything has to look a certain way. And here I get to be as authentic and honest to you about how things are going and just share with you how broken I am sometimes or, um, or how strong I feel or what I'm learning or discovering or, you know, whatever, this healthy curiosity, this is what this whole thing is all about. And so it's been really beautiful to see that that's resonated so well with so many of you. And, um, I would just ask that if this podcast has been supporting you and your journey and your awakening in, um, your process of feeling like you're enough and your encouragement and feeling loved in any kind of way, um, that the fact that you even trust me, the girl that I met with, she said that she was like, there was something just about your voice that made me trust you. And that to me is so humbling too. If, if that's been your experience with listening to this material, um, share, share it with someone, um, share it with someone, uh, your favorite episode or something that really resonated with you, share it on your Instagram, share it on your Facebook, share it to your friend, Sally Sue, John Blow, whoever, um, share this podcast. Um, it would really mean a lot to me. And, um, I, I feel like this is just affirming my own purpose too, to you guys. And I feel really, um, I don't know how to explain it. I feel really like mission driven now behind this, like, okay, I need to keep this going. I need to continue to, um, spread any messages that I'm, I'm being downloaded with, um, as much, even if it just resonates with just one person. Um, it's also, it resonating with me as I'm speaking to you guys, as this is coming out, it's like, wow, it really kind of hits home for me as far as the lessons that I'm learning and the things that I'm keeping, um, or opening up to. Anyway, I'm just, I'm rambling now, but, um, thank you. I love you guys. Um, reach out, hit me up on Instagram per usual. I'd love to hear from you. And I hope that you have just like a brilliant and amazing week and you're gentle with yourself and you allow, your life to be filled with beautiful and magical curiosity. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Interested in becoming a client for energy coaching? Find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at the lovely Leah for daily content and inspiration.